Hey, my love, welcome back to the Beautifully Built Podcast. I'm your girl, Melissa Impet. <laughs> I don't know if you'd agree with me, but I just am such a firm believer in the universe leaving us signs, little hints, little clues, guiding us down the path of really what we're meant to be doing on this earth. And I'm so excited for this guest today because we talk a lot about this. I love always reminding people to be aware, to pay attention, to don't be so distracted in life that you're missing all of these signs. And it's kind of funny because I feel like I need to be planning a trip to Canada because the most amazing women keep coming into my life through the Beautifully Built podcast and they're all from Canada. So I feel like that's my sign. I need to start planning my very first trip to Canada because there are so many beautiful women. And today, Miss Monica is here to join us and she is the owner and founder of Find Your Fierce Dance Company in Canada. And she just has such an incredible story. We just flowed. We had such great conversations and I'm really excited that you can sit in on this conversation with us today. So make sure you follow Monica. I've already tried one of her dance routines. So much fun. I can't wait for you to check out Find Your Fierce TV. It's incredible. So Monica, thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing your heart with us, and really inspiring us to find our fears and go after our passions, no matter how scary it may be. My name is Monica. I I run a dance and fitness company called Find Your Fierce. It Mm. is all about getting people feeling confident, empowered, and generally sweaty AF. I love it. So in alignment with Beautifully Built. I love it. (laughs) Ah, yes, yes. I've been looking at all your stuff and yes, I love like the synergies there. Mm. Um, But yeah, that's, that's really what we're all about. Started off, um, specifically just in like dance choreography and stuff like that. You know, I grew up, I always danced. Uh, Funny enough, like I never really saw dance as a career path in any way, shape or form. It was Um, just a hobby. Yeah, yeah, it was always a hobby, just something I loved doing. Didn't even know how it could be a career path. So it just wasn't an option, it wasn't on the table. It was just, uh, just something I loved to do. So did you start at a really young age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started, um, I started, I like, I joke around. I like to say that I I danced my way out of the womb. But like, really, not too long after that. (laughs) That's awesome. Not too long after that, um, I started, you know, taking recreational classes and then competitive classes. And then, um, and then I was like, I'm going to focus on school. And then that happened for like a minute. And I realized that I was actually better at school when I was dancing. Um, and yeah, so I filled up my whole schedule in university with equivalent amount of dance classes as I probably did have in school classes. Never thought that I would start doing choreography or anything like that. By by the end of university, I was teaching three classes and was taking as many classes as I could. And I was on two competitive dance teams. So dance really filled my schedule. It's so cool how we we can't run from our purpose. Like we just cannot when, you know, when you align with your purpose, it just keeps showing up and reminding you what you're meant to be doing. So that's a really cool story that this is like truly your purpose. It's so exciting. Yeah. And I I mean, like even at that point, I don't think that I still, I really just still saw it as a hobby. Um, It wasn't until I I went to school in a place called uh, Waterloo. Uh, it's outside of Toronto, about an hour, hour and a half away. 
and uh, and then I was introduced to the whole dance community in Toronto. Started, you know, joining some companies, getting known in that way. Then I started teaching at like this up and coming studio that had just opened, uh, and then started deciding to call my classes "Find Your Fears" because I once saw a class <laughs> that I thought was brilliant, and I was like. If I ever make a class, the class was called It's Britney, Bitch. <laughs> yes. I want to take that class. So I was like, if I ever teach a class, I want to give it a name yeah. that's representative of what I'm doing. Yeah, and that energy and that mood behind it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's really how it started. And now we've, uh, we still offer dance choreography classes, but we're shifting actually more into cardio dance fitness because people mm-hmm. are always looking at the stuff online and, you know, it's a little bit some of it's a little bit more intermediate or advanced. And they're like, oh, like I really want to come and dance. And I'm like, oh, we have beginner classes and everyone's always so intimidated. So we're like, how do we bring this to more people? So we figured, you know, I was inspired by some stuff in New York because New York has everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we thought like cardio dance fitness is so amazing and nobody in Toronto is really trying to dive into that market. So that's- Oh, that's so fun. I actually have some friends in Boston that are Zumba certified and Zumba strong certified. They just got certified in that. And I've taken a couple of classes with them and it's so fun. You don't even, you don't even remember that you're working out. No, I like to joke around that it's fit by accident. Yeah. But it's unintentional. Like, I mean, some people might be coming here for that, but it's really about the movement. Mm. And it's funny that you bring up Zumba because I describe our classes as Zumba meets Beyonce on crack cocaine. (laughs) <laughs> wow, I want to take one of your classes. I don't know if I could keep up. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty high energy. They're super fun. And so hard to leave a class like that in a bad mood. Oh, yeah. That's like... It's like uh, literally impossible. You completely change your state by moving and, and being around that much high energy. Yeah. No matter how you come in, whatever's on your mind, everything kind of just goes and you get to be. Which be mm-hmm. Mm, that's beautiful. So what age group do you work with? Typically it's 16 plus. Um, our main demographic is probably that 20, 24 to 35, 36 year old. Yeah. But it's funny, like we'll get these girls in who come with their moms and their younger sisters. Yeah. So like in the span of one class, you can have, you know, like someone who's in their fifties to someone who's like 16, you know? That's great. So do you do any stuff online or is it mainly in person? So we've always just done in person until just, just recently, we launched something called Find Your Fierce TV. Nice. And we're very excited about that. This is kind of like minimum viable product stage, but it's really cool to test it out again because like with things like Instagram and the internet and stuff, uh, the idea of being able to take these classes and this energy to other people is so like the idea is so cool. So that's what we're trying to test out. We have a bunch of single songs. So if you like to pick by what song you like to work out to, we have a library of those, but then we also have like 15 minute workouts that are just minutes of cardio, super pump up fun. Yeah, that's really fun because I know I'm really big into like YouTube yoga classes. So I'm sure like being able to do a dance class would be really fun too. You know, for those times when you can't leave the house, you have a lot of go, lot going on. Um, maybe a lot of the moms out there listening. It's, it's nice to be able to like find that no excuse. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's true though. It's true. And then like you realize 
you know, you, you really don't have that excuse. And I mean, you said you're originally from Boston, like how many snow days Oh yeah, that you couldn't go anywhere. Yep. So I feel that, that hibernation mode in the winter, you just feel like hibernating. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So even if you are close by to like a gym or a studio or wherever, sometimes you're like, oh man, like I just don't want to leave the house. Yeah. Especially for me too, because like I'm new to dance. So I'm also like super goofy. So sometimes I like being able to just practice at home. <laughs> Getting into it in your own way. Yeah. But like that's half the fun too. It's yeah. like be the goof. Like yeah. go for it. Honestly, yeah. everyone gets so self-conscious sometimes and you're just like, let go. Everybody's screwing up. Everyone's just like everyone's there just to have a good time. It's not like you're not putting this on stage. Yep. <laughs> Enjoy the class. It's so much fun in the mornings. I've actually been just like putting on some music. I love Spanish music. I love like the beat to Spanish music and bachata, and I just love that movement. So that's one of the things that I've been doing first thing in the morning to really raise my vibration so that way I can be in like a more high vibe state before I go about doing my interviews and my coaching and everything. So it's so fun to just dance around. It really is. Are you going to be like integrating some, some fun dance stuff into your coaching now? <laughs> Maybe that would be pretty cool. No, in some of my coaching, I do some movement stuff, but I haven't ever done dance before. So that would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. So is that like, is that your, that must be your main source of fitness then? Yeah. Well, so <laughs> it is, it's always been, but, um, I recently got engaged. Nice. Congrats. You and my fiance is really, he's like a gym guy. Yeah. And so like, he's gotten me a little bit more into that stuff. I still prefer the dancing personally. (laughs) More than 10 minutes on a treadmill for me is kind of like, okay, like I'm ready to do some other stuff. So um, in terms of cardio, like dance is the only The way to go. I mean, I did Pilates this morning, which was. Ooh, Pilates is a really good one. It's one of those things that like, it looks easy and then you start doing it and you're amazed at how much your little muscles are shaking. Yeah, it's true. And this is like hot. Like they, they might keep the room a little bit too hot, but it's okay. I feel the sweat. I like it. Ripping. It's 45 minutes and I'm like, I feel like I've done my workout for the day, for the week. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your vision for your company? Tell us a little bit more about that. So um, it's really interesting that you're asking me that because I'm sort of at this point where um, this is kind of a really big tester period for me. So we've always done, you know, like we've, um, we rent space Mm -hmm. and we run our classes. So we don't own a studio and studio space in downtown Toronto is extremely expensive. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that so, always the biggest yeah, issue? Do. Yeah. And I'm sure that like multiple people have that same issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so we rent space, but actually starting in June, we're going to be offering our classes every single day two, sometimes three hours a day, which is like a huge step up for us. We have a couple of instructors who are in training right now that I'm very excited because, you know, it's mostly been me pushing it until this point, but it'll be really awesome to have like a bigger growing team. And so for me, that's sort of, that's goals to get more people um, 
to get more people to know, find your fears. You know, like I've definitely built up myself as a dancer, but I want, uh, I almost, I, I think that I'll always be associated as the face of find your fears, but I want like, I want people to come out to the classes because they know whoever they're going to get is going to be like so amazing yeah, and so energetic. Build that community. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I want like, I want I guess the ultimate goal was, will be to like grow the team and see, uh, you know, continue to grow and succeed in doing that. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. So how did you find the bravery to take this little idea and actually make it real? Because there's so many people who have these ideas in their mind, but there's so many limiting beliefs and fears and what ifs that get in the way and really stop them from moving forward with that. But I truly believe if you have an idea, it happened for a reason. Yeah. So um, sometimes I think that it's uh, like there there comes, I don't want to say like a breaking point in you, but there's like a point when you, sometimes you know you just got to go for it. I know mm-hmm. that sometimes the fear will continue to hold a lot of people back. Like for instance, for me, I was working, um, I worked in a clothing company at first in social media, and then I moved over into the buying side. And I was doing that for a while while starting to run Find Your Fierce and stuff like that. So it wasn't just like only this. Um, Eventually I left that because I got to my tipping point and I was like, I'm physically here, but mentally the only thing I'm thinking about is all this Find Your Fierce stuff and like things that I can do with it and where I can take it and ideas surrounding it. And the, um, the difficult, potentially more difficult, um, but also maybe more of the push of being a dancer is like, you kind of have to do it when you're young mm-hmm. because if you don't like your body gets to that certain point where it's really like, it's now or never. Yeah. Wow. Some people are able to say like, oh, like I'm going to do this for a while. I'm going to save up and build until, you know, and then I'm going to invest whatever I can into what I'm doing. Um, you don't really, you don't really have that luxury as a dancer. Um, it's like a blessing in disguise. <laughs> is, but then again, like a lot of people might not jump at it still to and then like miss that boat. Right. So it is, it's a blessing in disguise, but also it's tough. It's tough. But My biggest thing is even the way that I'm doing things now is one, just start Mm -hmm. in any way that you can, small, big, like even what I'm doing right now in terms of testing out a studio before investing, like to actually build a studio is probably over $200,000 to build out a studio. Wow. (laughs) So like if you have to gut everything, go from scratch, all of that that's what you're looking at. Hmm. So depending again on your space and then, and then you have rent and overhead and all this. So start small, start with one day a week, start with two days a week, start with three days a week, start bringing on an instructor, like whatever your idea is, you can do. And again, like try the minimum viable product, try it in your backyard, try whatever you need to do without feeling like, you know, sometimes you might have to invest a little bit more. Sometimes you might not. But like the way that I'm doing it is sort of like, hey, I'm going to test my market. And then if my market proves to be there, maybe you're going to open a studio. Or maybe maybe we're going to say like, hey, you know what? In Toronto, 
the market's really just like not huge for this. Maybe the way to go really is just focusing on those onlines and continuing to rent space. And maybe that's what makes the most sense. So it's starting trial and error for sure. Yeah. Like how did, how did you start doing what you're doing? Oh my gosh. A whole bunch of messy action, like a whole bunch of messy action. I, you know, I never in a million years thought that I would have a podcast ever. Like I always was trying to force myself to do like the YouTube thing. Um, and I hated it because I just, I wasn't great at the, the tripods and the technology and the editing and, and the non-copyright music and all of that oh, stuff. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, you know, I felt so much resentment and I'm really big on energy. I love feeling my energy and whenever you're feeling resentment or like annoyance or anything like that, it's not a good vibe. So for me, the whole YouTube thing just like wasn't working. So I had a mentor um, and I love working with mentors. I'm a big like coach advocate. I love working with coaches. So I was working with a coach and she was the one that was like, you need a podcast. And yeah. And everything happens for a reason. And I was like, so scared. And I think for me, like, I'm sure you feel this too. Like one of the fears for me was knowing that starting something means that I have to show up and I have to be consistent. And that's something that fears a lot of people, the fear of having to be consistent, you know? And once, once you break past that, it's like, I am, I am consistent. I can show up. And even when I'm not perfect, I'm still showing up. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And it's gotta be you that holds you to it. Right. Mm -hmm. You gotta be your own, your own accountability person because otherwise like no one's going to force you to do it. So it's just like, I guess it really comes down to like, how bad do you want it? Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, who was your coach? Her name's Angie Lee. Okay, I just started following her not too long ago. She oh up. my gosh, you're going to love her. You're going to oh, love her. Wait, wait, wait. So did you go to her? Um... She used to be brave? Yes. Yes, I did. And I'll well, be there again this year. It. I've been thinking about going. You have to. It's like for female entrepreneurs, it is the event to be at. It's in San Diego. It's this October. I think it's the first weekend in October. Um, Yeah, it's it's really, really powerful. You should try to be there. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I agree. You know, it's it's one of those things where if you have a dream, it's in your heart for a reason. And if you're not willing to follow it, then it's just something that's gonna keep being on your mind, you know? And it's like if, if it's on your mind, you might as well go after it. Yeah. And, and like, there's no sense in not trying because either you end up regretting not trying or you do it and you realize, Hey, I love this or Hey, this is not for me. So then you just, you're just answering a question Hmm. and everything that you want to do probably, I mean, I don't know the tech space so much, but everything that you want to do is probably not as hard as you make it out to seem (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Yeah. It's just like taking a step or asking, ask a question, ask a question to Instagram. Yeah. Like, most of the time people are actually so helpful. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I've reached out to a lot of people that I was like at first a little bit scared to reach out to and got such great response back. So there's, there's always people there that want to support and guide for sure. Yeah. 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 And I love that. Like it's yeah. so 
you know, it's, it's interesting in this age of uh, social media, there's so many people being like, ah, it's dangerous, it's bad, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's really what you decide, what you choose to fill your feed with. Yeah. And that's what you're going to get. And that's the energy that you're going to get. And that's the influence that you're going to get. Mm. If you not to fill your feed with crap, then it's not going to get to you, you know? Yeah. So true. I actually recently have gone on a big like unfollow slash muting spree just because it's so true. Like you, you, you're the one in charge of what you're consuming, you know? And if you're, yeah, if you're constantly consuming the low vibration, the negative energy, no wonder that's how you feel. So it's so true that, you know, social media can be so powerful if you're using it with the right intention. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure it's been so powerful. The dance community seems like really strong. Like Insta- dance Instagram videos are like one of my favorite things to watch. You're very entertaining. That's for sure. <laughs> so entertaining. And it's just like, it's amazing to me. Just like, it's, it's such art to me. Um, I just watched the Beyonce documentary, Homecoming. Oh, oh my gosh. So good. I'm like, how can I take all of these songs and do something with it? They're all so good. She's yeah. so good. It's, it's just such a beautiful form of art and expression. And people... Um, I mean, it's cool that she's making stuff like that because it really shows the behind the scenes of all the effort that goes into it. But I yeah. think we'll take for granted. Yeah. Like, so it was, what was it? Four months for two performances, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I may have even been a little longer than that. So that was, but, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. And the behind the scenes was really interesting to me, you know, because I've gone to her concerts before and stuff like that. And yeah, in the back of my head, I was always like, Oh, I wonder what it's like getting ready for this, but like actually being able to take a look into that and the, and the choreography and having to repeat it, the repetition over and over and over. Amazing. Yeah. And think about it. Every single one of those people is like, that's a different body that you have to in dancing. A lot of people I'll say this to a lot of people and they won't understand what it means, but like, um, when you have to clean something in dance, it's just like making everything look together and stuff like that. Um, and think about the amount of dancers that are on that stage and the choreographer has to go through every single person and make sure they all look together. Mm. And that like, even the smallest details from like your pinky aren't off. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And like, really cool. I look at that and I appreciate it so much as like, you know, a performer as well and being like, wow, she just goes above and beyond every single time. And yeah. having twins before that, no big deal. Yeah, seriously. Twins right before. Yeah, no big deal. She's Beyonce. She can do it all. <laughs> I did really appreciate though that she said in, in the documentary that she will never, ever push herself that hard ever again. Well, she probably didn't like she's been pregnant once before yeah uh but like to have twins and then just give birth and then have to put on this like full epic performance yeah I mean who can predict how hard that that's gonna be I can't imagine the pressure of being Beyonce <laughs> no. no it's gotta be mind-boggling right so calm. <laughs> so put together, so calm. It's it goes to show, right? People that look so put together and so calm, they've got stories too. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. But I mean, I think it's also like reminding yourself of what you're doing, why you're doing it. And and every time I know that I get stressed out, it's 
funny enough, I heard this from a movie and now I repeat it to myself every single time. It's, I think it's called Bridge of Spies or something. Bridge of Lies, Bridge of Spies. Mm-hmm. I think it's Bridge of Spies. Anyways, mm-hmm. this guy, he gets caught for, um, for, I don't know, spying on the American government or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, something along those lines. And he's being prosecuted, facing the death penalty, blah, blah, blah. And his lawyer is Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks is like pacing the room and he's like trying to help him out and figure out how to get him out of his bind. And like he feels connected to this guy at this point. And this guy is so calm. He's so calm, doesn't even look nervous. Tom Hanks goes to him, he's like, aren't you worried? Like, aren't you nervous? He turns to him and he goes, would it help? Wow, would it help? And then every time I get stressed out about something, I go, is being stressed out, like, is that gonna help me? Not really. Let me just deal with the situation. Wow. What a great, I'm really big into self-reflection questions. And that's just like a really nice question to ask yourself to, to reconnect and kind of realign and handle things. I say, pull up the big girl panties. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's great. Cause it's true. You know, being, being an entrepreneur and, and owning a business and, and creating this team and this platform, I'm sure there must be some stress behind it sometimes. 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 Every now and again. Yeah. Um, but listen, I, I could I could go through a list of things that happened this week. Yeah. But, but would it help? Yeah, <laughs> like, but would it help? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, sometimes it's just like dealing with the situation. Sometimes when you overthink it, it becomes worse in your head. So better just to deal with something straight on. Figure out what is the action plan as opposed to trying to like rehash everything in your head mm. because you always feel better once you have an action plan. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. That's such great advice. I love it. <laughs> so where can everyone find you? I know people are going to want to connect with you and see some of your content. Uh, um, so Instagram is probably the best place. Yeah. You can find me at Monica Gold One and you can check out Find Your Fierce at, at find.your.fierce. Ooh, I need to follow. Yes, would love that. And uh, definitely lots of really awesome content to come. Lots of video teasers and sneak peeks that you'll be seeing for Find Your Fierce TV. Um, So you can always, again, if you're in Toronto, go to findyourfierce.ca. If you want to take classes from wherever you are in the world, you can go to findyourfierce.tv. Beautiful. I'm so excited to check everything out. So what is one last piece of advice that you can leave everybody with? Hmm. It's but I guess I guess I gotta bring it back always to um, to what find your fierce means to me. Uh, mm. It takes on a variety of different meanings, but at the end of the day, it's being true to yourself, being authentic, um, and just it's like owning yourself. Whatever you want to do. Don't judge yourself for it. Mm. Honest, self-reflect, know who you are and embrace who that is instead of trying to be anyone else. Find your fears. It's not about anybody else's fears. It's not about your neighbor's fears. It's not about the Instagram girl's fears. It's not about, you know, the boy you like's fears. It's about your fears and knowing who you are and being true to that person. Mm, That's so beautiful. It's so true. Like, like we were saying in this episode, you have a purpose for a reason and find that and uncover it and, and chase it, go after it, you know, 
take take your time, but there's no reason to procrastinate. <laughs> Take action. I like Take it. Take action. Yeah. Thank you so much, Monica. It was really great connecting with you and hearing your story. And it's just so inspiring to hear that, you know, something that you thought was just a hobby has really turned into your life. And it's just so possible for so many other people. So thank you so much for being that vision for people. Thank you so much for having me. This was so awesome. Yeah, of course. I am so excited to keep bringing on these powerful boss babes who have uncovered their passion, their purpose, and now they're monetizing it. They're turning it into their business and, and creating this abundant flow because they're so in aligned with their purpose. It's really my intention to inspire you to jump and let that net appear. If you are so incredibly passionate about it, girl, let me tell you, there is a way to turn it into a business. And I'd love to be able to help you because being able to work online for myself is the best thing that I ever did for myself. Not having to set an alarm in the morning, wake up when my body feels like waking up, being able to make such an impact in people's lives while really feeling as if this abundant flow is coming to me with ease and joy. It's just the most gratifying feeling and I'm really grateful that just like Monica, I went after it, you know? It wasn't always easy and it was not necessarily comfortable and sometimes it was pretty damn scary, but you can handle hard things and it's so worth it. Even if you just start a little side hustle on the side, there is such a huge opportunity on the online space and I really want to empower you to use your gifts and create a future for yourself and your family. So if this is something that really lights you up and you're like, oh, I really would love to have an online business one day, you have got to come and join us for the Brightest Light Mastermind. I've chatted a little bit th about this on the show, but I will be talking talking a lot more about it on my social media accounts. So make sure to follow me on Instagram, a underscore healthy underscore attitude, or on Facebook, Melissa Impet, I-M-P-E-T-T. The Brightest Light Mastermind is a spiritually aligned business mastermind that's gonna be going on for 10 weeks, starting June 10th. And it is meant for you to heal, to reconnect with your spirit, your essence, your energy, learn how to raise your vibration, and then learn how to turn that into a business online and monetize your passion. So if you are super spiritually connected and you want to be able to make something for yourself online, this is perfect for you. You're gonna have such a great community of people and you're gonna have my support 100% along the way. So whether you wanna start working with clients online, you wanna launch a YouTube or a podcast or do something to start moving in the direction of having a business for yourself, this is perfect for you. So come join us. We have a free introduction to the Brightest Light Mastermind and that's kicking off June 1st. So it will be June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So the introduction is the perfect place to come hang out and see if this is a good fit for you. So don't hesitate to reach out to me on social media if you'd like some more information. The waitlist is live right now, so hit me up and add your name into it so that way I can get in touch with you with more information. So I'm super excited to see you there and I can't wait to connect with you on such a deeper level and really watch all of your dreams become a reality too. I'm so excited for that. I love you guys, I appreciate you so much and I will catch you on the next episode. Mwah!